Okay, let's get started praying first, because this is a hard topic. <laughs> it can be. It can be great, but it can be hard, too. But Jesus, we just bless you, Lord. We come to you, and we lay all of our burdens down at your feet, Lord. We have interceded for this night for days, Lord, days and days, God, and we just pray in open heavens tonight, Lord, that you would pour your blessings down on us, that we would be able to hear from you, Lord, that there would be no um, strife or upheaval or worry or fear or anxiety that's in our hearts right now. We just command that to leave in the name of Jesus, that each of us are open and free to be able to speak to each other with love and mercy and kindness, Lord, that every word that would go into our ears and penetrate into our heart would be from you alone. Lord, I pray that you touch our lips with your hot coals, Lord, that we would be able to speak only your word, that we would have maturity and wisdom and discernment in everything we speak tonight, Lord. We love you, God. I thank you for the freedom that you bring. Thank you for all of the freedom that is coming for all of us, Lord, that there may be things we don't even know about, God, that you would bring them to our mind and we would be set free from them. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Amen. Hi, Melissa. I just moved the table, so. Cody, hold on one second. I have to. You won't come on in anywhere. So I changed. I changed our notes probably three or four times because there's just so much um, information for us to be able to go over. It's really daunting once you start thinking about and really getting into um, offense and what that means and what the Bible says about it. It's just a lot. So um, I'm just trusting that the Lord has brought for our outline everything that we're supposed to talk about <laughs> and that we're able to get through all of it. But Thank you guys all for coming. I'm so excited about this. Honestly, this is one of my favorite subjects because I used to hold on to so much offense and it really ruined my life. And it, I didn't understand what it was. And um, it, it's painful. It's painful. It comes out in so many ways and it hurts so many people around us. And it's just, it's an exciting topic for me. And little did I know, we're working on this Bible study right now. We're at the end. But this has wrecked a lot of people. <laughs> it's called Unashamed by Christine Kane. And, um, it's stupid. <laughs> she doesn't mean it's stupid. <laughs> it's, it's hard, though. It's hard. Mary and Melissa and Melissa are all in this Bible study right now, and it's like... It takes a lot out of you, but today we were talking about just this very same subject. So I brought some notes, and I just wanted to ask a few of these questions for all of us, too. But wasn't it interesting how that's what we went over this morning, too? It's like, God is smart, you know? He knows more than we do. That's cool. Is that Andy? No. Who is that? No, it's Jody Shaw. Oh, cool. Hi. <laughs> we should do that for Andy, too, next time. Yeah, it's a good idea. Okay, do you have your notes? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I just put on this paper all of the scriptures that we're going to go over. So if you have anything, any notes or any thoughts, you can write them down too. 
Uh, I like to have it. I like to jot things down or whatever. So, okay. Well, so Jesus said to us in Luke 17, 1, I'll read this. Then he said to the disciples, it is impossible that no offenses should come, but woe to him through whom they do come. Also, um, Matthew 5, 11, and 12, blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who are before you. Okay, so I think it's pretty clear that we're going to be offended. Jesus said it, and he said it more times than this, too, that it's going to be hard for us. Trouble's going to come our way, and people are difficult. <laughs> it's just the facts. I know because I am difficult. Other people are difficult as well. <laughs> so, um, let's see. When we're talking about all of these things that Jesus says will come to us, we're thinking about also bitterness. Bitterness can't be hidden. You know when you see somebody that's bitter. You know it. It comes out of them, and it just, like, pours out of them. Um, a bitter... Here's a, uh, a quote from Francis Frangipane that I found that... He's one of my favorite teachers. I love him. He's really good at breaking down very difficult topics. If you don't know who he is, I really suggest you look him up. There's, uh, he's written so much good. He's a pastor that um, also writes. But what's his name? Francis Frangipane. <laughs> It's like the flower, um, F-R-A-N-G-I-P-A-N-E, but um, he's a really good teacher. We're actually going over uh, The Three Battlegrounds, one of his books. It's a good one. But this, um, this isn't out of that. It's, in, it's from In Christ's Image training that he does. But bitterness cannot be hidden. A bitter soul is not seeking oneness, but justice. It is driven by the unresolved theft of its peace, personhood, or possessions. Bitterness is not just a wound seeking healing. It is a prosecuting attorney building a case against the guilty. Because the bitter soul is conjoined to the injustice committed against it, it perpetually is listening to the voice of its heartache and thus perpetually wounded by the unforgiven offense. So he's saying one word a lot perpetually and I feel that I feel the weight of that when I'm offended or hurt or somebody has done something to me and you just can't let it go and mm -hmm. you're thinking about it it's like perpetually you wake up and you think about it mm -hmm. you see somebody and it reminds you or it's just a perpetual ugliness that holds over you it's exhausting it's very exhausting. Mm -hmm. But Jesus came to set us free from that. Um, I'm just going to read a couple of little things here. There's two scriptures, John 10.10 10 and Luke 4.18. But first I'll read the one from Luke. This one's from the New Living Translation. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released, that the blind will see, that the oppressed will be set free. So if we recognize that we are actually the one that's in prison and we need freedom from this, 
that's a good first step. <laughs> um, I don't know if, how where everybody at is at on their journey of um, Christianity or of healing from wounds because we all have wounds, every one of us. But it's if you if you have been set free from something, you know what it feels like to be a prisoner and how Jesus is the one that does it. Um, and only he can do that. And a lot of times, too, when we're caught in the trap of bitterness or unforgiveness, we don't even know that we're the ones that we are trapped. We don't even understand it or recognize it because we're so caught up in these thoughts. Um, there's a few symptoms, though, that I was thinking about if you were offended. Um, and I wanted to see if anybody had any others to add to these. But be, actually, before we begin with these um, list of like symptoms, does anybody have any? We talked about them earlier today, too, a lot of these. But if you've seen it in yourself and, or other people. Because nope. <laughs> we need help. Yeah. I'd say, like, you're not thinking the best of someone like we're supposed to, like the word says. Like, think, you know, we're thinking the worst of them, mm -hmm. you know, in a situation that could go either way a lot of times. Yeah. Like, did they do that or did, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we would just decide mm -hmm. on the side of yeah. their innocence. Not giving them the benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a good one. How about defensiveness? Yeah. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Automatically being defensive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think so. A symptom of um, offense. Offense, being offended. Mm -hmm. Now this is like, you know, some of us have deep, deep, deep offenses where it's not just somebody... Um, Cut, cut you off in line or you know they're always cutting you off when you're talking or you know that I'm talking like some of us have like childhood stuff mm -hmm. you know or somebody has abused us or um, it's all abuse you know it's all abuse in some way so whether you have been in a relationship where there's been some deep real well, I mean, they're all wounds. I don't mean to say real, but some really deep stuff. Um, there's there's different levels and different ways that it comes out. So I just want to be sensitive to that. Like, uh, I just hope that nobody hears tonight any of us saying, you know, you just have to forgive and move on and get over it, you know, especially with some deep woundings like that because these are hard things. Um, so are you talking about symptoms where you know that you're offended? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or where you know somebody has really offense, it's bitterness. Mm -hmm. So um, some ways that it comes out. So I symptoms think, are... So like anger. Mm -hmm. and I think people are guarded too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. they are guarded. Trust them. They don't trust people and they, mm -hmm. they have like a chip. That's yeah. your defense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Holding yourself back, not being authentic. Yeah. And you know. <laughs> you know when somebody's like that. <laughs> we all do. Um, any Anybody else? Any other thoughts about that? Yeah, you might even say it's something wrong or to that person they might, you know. Yes. It's fine. I'm they fine. don't want to let anybody know because yeah. they're afraid of 
of the result might be something that's happened to them before. Mm -hmm. So they guard their heart so mm -hmm. that they don't. Vulnerability is so hard. Mm -hmm. It's so hard. <laughs> I think we can give people levels of vulnerability, but. It's true. Mm -hmm. But complete. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's difficult. It's very difficult. Um, does anybody else have any thoughts about that? I know people that are very critical of other people. That's so, mm -hmm. uh, Excellent. Very yeah. Critical. yeah. That's great. And you know it's a deep wound when it's a constant criticism of everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, there's a, it's a lot. It's hard. I know I've experienced all of those. I've done all of those things, and I've lived in all of those things. Um, I have a few more here. Keeping a list of offenses. <laughs> yeah. So from a particular group or a person. Um, so every mm. time something comes up, the list comes up. So every time that person sneezes the wrong way. Mm -hmm. all, your running list of everything they've done. A lot of times this is in a marriage or with a, like a sister-brother relationship or, you know, parents relationship. Because you can't just, I mean, you can you can leave that, but um, most of us would not and cannot. Uh, but it's just, it stays, and it stays, and it stays, and it grows, and that list grows and grows. Um, another one is not taking responsibility for our feelings. So we might say, you're responsible for what you did, plus you're responsible for how I reacted right. to you. Plus... <laughs> You're also responsible for my unhappiness now. Yeah, how you made me feel. Oh, yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. well, um, are you saying that that's healthy? Like, no, okay. no. <laughs> that's how we know we have offense okay. in our heart. Our veneris. <laughs> um, so ultimately, we are responsible for our actions, for our reactions to people, for how we um, engage with other people. It's not, even if somebody has done something horrific to us, we are still ultimately responsible for controlling ourselves or, you know, it doesn't mean that we're not gonna feel right. pain anymore if we act nice or something. It's just, we can't say, well, that's their fault. Lachelle. Lachelle's here now. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But at what point does the person who's 
Yeah, of course. I absolutely do. Um, can everybody hear her? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I think we're always responsible. They're always responsible. They're definitely responsible. They, it doesn't, being, forgiving somebody does not take the blame off of the person. It doesn't take um, the need for justice or any of those things off of that person. But um, sometimes we do need to get out of that person's life. Yeah. We talked about this earlier today a bit, but sometimes we do. We need to separate ourselves. And that is, there's biblical examples of that. Another thing came up in Bible study, but um, where Abraham and Lot went out and um, God said, leave your land, leave your family, leave the land of your fathers. But he took Lot with him, who was his cousin. And of course, it's caused problems. And the two of them were fighting. All of their people were fighting. And God said, you guys need to separate. This land is not big enough for the two of you. <laughs> and that doesn't mean that it's okay. Whatever Lot was doing wasn't okay. But God said, that's enough for you. Let's get him away from you for a while. Do you know what I mean? That's o- it's okay to do that. And it's right and biblical sometimes. But what if yeah. it's somebody in life? Like your husband. In church. Mm-hmm. No, your husband. But in church. You can get I'm away talking from about people in church. In church. <laughs> yeah. You can get away you from can't them. You can't run, around, run yeah. away from them if they're coming up to you and offending you. Like that's, husband, I think that would be... That would be the, the ultimate heart, one. The ultimate yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. Let's put it that way. That's, a, that's another one that's Which like one? you... That's, that's like your neighbors. That, tell that story. Mm-hmm. Neighbor story. Okay, yeah. let, let me tell you the story about my neighbors I told this morning. Mm-hmm. But um, this is this is how God deals with me. And I'm I'm okay telling everybody everything because I've been a huge mess and I still am. So, you know, he... Uh, <laughs> He does things to me that are painful (laughs) and tells me to do things that are painful. But um, I had these neighbors across the street that were, they're two gay men. They were like in their 30s. Now the stereotype is like they're nice, you know, and they were not at all nice. They were so rude and so mean and hateful and bitter. You knew that they had some offense, which is why they were treating everybody this way. But um, everything they said and everything they did was just under their breath and, you know, rude. And they just, like, would go out of their way to be rude. And um, I had had enough. I could not take this anymore. And one time I even went across the street and I was like, what is wrong with you? We're neighbors. If you have a problem, you tell me. Say, hey, you did this and it bothered me. That's the thing to do. And then maybe I could change it or whatever, but it didn't matter. Nothing I said was going to do anything. Their hearts were not going to change based on what I said or did. So um, I was saying, God, get them out of here. (laughs) Move them away from me. Why are they still here? Because every time, well, okay, I'm not going to say every time, but it feels like every time I'm really in prayer and I'm like, God, you know you can do this. Let's do it. He does it. (laughs) This time he did not. And um, I just kept saying, Lord, when are you going to move them? I thought you were going to move them. It's time to get them out of here. Stop them. And um, one day God said, he didn't. He never replied, and usually I feel a reply. You know, you feel in your spirit God saying something to you. But this time, this one day, he said, bless them. And I was like, what? 
<laughs> How? No, I'm not doing that. What are you talking about? <laughs> and I just kind of ignored it. And I was like, that, that wasn't... That wasn't God. It wasn't me, and it wasn't God, so whatever. So I kept praying. Every time I'd look across the street at their house, I'd just get this look, and I can't keep my face in order, you know. <laughs> it comes out. <laughs> so I would look over there and be like, ugh, gosh. Come on, like, get him away, God. Get him out of here. Hi, Rosie. Hi. Um, and so this went on for months, it seemed like. Every single time I thought about these guys, I was disgusted. Just because they were so rude. They were not good people. And um, mm -hmm. I like everybody to be nice. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> so eventually he said, bless them. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. That's crazy. Then the next day, bless them, bless them, bless them. And I was like, Lord... Okay, fine. What do you want me to do? Make them cookies? I'm not doing that. Because, <laughs> you know, I argue with God and he allows that. <laughs> you know, there's times when he doesn't, but he allows that. He lets me, like, blow off my steam and figure it out. So eventually I said, okay, what do you want me to do to bless them? And he said, every time you get that look on your face or whatever, you know, ask me to bless them. So I said, fine. <laughs> so I'd look across the street and I'd feel like, Ugh, and I'd say, Lord, bless them. <laughs> so that's how it started. Okay, fine. Bless them. All right. Bless them. Bless them. And eventually it kind of turned into, all right, bless them with what they need. <laughs> it reluctantly, you know, but my heart was very bitter towards them because I was offended by their, whatever they're offended by. I just was like, I'd had enough of their meanness and attitude. So um, after bless them with what they need, it turned into, well, bless them with a re relationship with you. Let them know you. Because I was wanting to pray, convict them. Bless them with <laughs> conviction and bless them with... Because sometimes people need to be blessed with conviction, actually. But I knew my heart, my heart was not right. wanting that for them. It was like evil <laughs> you know like I wanted them to suffer or I wanted them to know what they were doing so I yeah I refrained from praying that because I knew what my heart was and I can't lie to God you know about what's in my heart so eventually it turned into more like bless them with a great day and I meant it I felt like I meant it then bless them with um, I, I don't remember, but it just escalated. And every day, it seemed like I felt more and more warm towards them for no re through no fault of their own. You know, they didn't change. <laughs> they didn't change. They didn't start acting nice. They didn't, you know, they never changed in any way. They were still rude and, like, hateful and everything. But I was like, oh, well, like, that's fine. I don't care. Like, that's not my problem. You, you acting like that is not my problem. Um, and it turned into I loved those guys. I truly had this love in my heart for these hateful people. <laughs> I meant it too. I was like, God, look what you can do. And he's like, see? He changed you. Yeah, he changed me because their hatefulness was not going to change. And it was such a good lesson for me about I don't... I don't need to be just, I don't need justice. I don't need any of these things. In fact, I don't need to be harmed by other people's actions and behavior. I don't have to be. 
And that was such a good, good, good lesson for me, although I hated it so much because um, it did hurt me and it bothered me like deeply that these men were so rude and angry and all for no reason. <laughs> but um, ultimately that wasn't my fault. You know, it, it taught me a lot about codependency too because somebody else's rude reaction or anger or hate is not necessarily my fault <laughs> or there's not necessarily something I can do about it. That is a problem that they have in their heart. And um, so I experienced this with my dad. My dad honestly was very um, mean guy. <laughs> there's not a better way to say it. He was, um, he was a hard guy and he was abusive and everything and he um, never changed. He died last year. He never changed. He was the same. He got dementia. So it's not like we were able to um, reconcile any of this. But God did the same thing in my heart with my dad where I would be hurt. And this was a deep wound. So I'm talking about these neighbors that I don't really care about, you know, or somebody from church that mm -hmm. whatever, you know, that's okay. They'll go whatever. But like a father or a mother or a husband, you can't really get away from that, you know? Sure, you could get a divorce, but really, I mean, that's a wound. So um, just learning that their spite has nothing to do with you. That's not your problem. And coming to a place because God changes your heart, not because you've worked at it or done anything. God changes your heart. So you don't have to feel responsible for their problems or their anger or their whatever it is that they're throwing at you. And it becomes true. Or making them change. You can't make them change. Yes, exactly. There's, and you know what? There's no amount of anything that would make things right either in certain situations. You know, even if somebody was suddenly, if you, you know, we feel that way. If you only knew what you had done, then you would change. If you only knew how that made me feel, you would change. But we can't make somebody understand that. Only the Holy Spirit can do that in their hearts. Just like in my heart. Nobody, I can't. I can't understand. If somebody tells me, you are rude, I might say, oh, I'm sorry. But I won't really understand unless God shows me mm -hmm. how I was rude. Mm -hmm. You know? So that is another symptom. I'm glad you brought that up, though, because um, that's hard. <laughs> that was a really good testimony. Thank yeah, you for thank you. Oh, you're welcome. That was a scripture, yeah. though. So that, that really a, put um, me to the... You know, we're always told that we'll just pray for them, pray for them, and then you. But that really put me to it. Yeah. Thank you, Jan. Well, mm -hmm. you know, the only way I learned is because of another one. Trial and error. <laughs> yeah. What you know. Right. Yeah. And I feel like God often does that to me, where He's about to teach me something, and or I'm wondering about something, and I get this great object lesson. <laughs> every time <laughs> but really it brings healing it's there's so much freedom in not having to carry other people's issues yeah. mm -hmm. isn't there a scripture that says um, pray for those who despitefully use you yeah so, you're right persecute you even mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. does anybody Love know you. where that is off the top of your head no, we only no. we don't need the address for that. We need the, <laughs> yeah. the words. Despitefully use you. Spitefully. Luke, it no, it's, it's spitefully. Spitefully. Oh. spitefully. Luke six twenty. And Luke. use you. 
628. Yeah, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. Mm -hmm. 628. Okay. Yeah. And sometimes it doesn't even have to be to you, it could be to one of your children or something you care about. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. just with one. Yeah. It's constantly, you know, um, but <laughs> with, with my uh, deep relationship with the Lord, I said, like, you're not going to steal my joy. You just, you know, but most of the time it, it gets me, you know. It's yeah, like, it's hard. Lord, why do you yeah. want me to yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right, especially when you're living with yeah. somebody. And yeah. You're, you're constantly. Very, very negative. Yeah. You're exposed um, to that all the time. Oh, yeah. It's hard. I can't say that. Could make a difference. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like Joyce Meyer says, change Dave. Why don't you change Dave? And I say, same thing. It's I also say, Matthew 5, Why don't 44. you change Richard? And I says, it wasn't Richard that needs me to change. It's me. Yeah. 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 So uh, that was, you know. It's so hard, but yeah, he's keeping me up. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, my relationship with the Lord is what's keeping me standing still. Yes, like, yeah. you know, he can't take because that's what the devil does. You know, yeah, he'll, uh, yes, he says, I got gotcha. you. I say, No, you don't got me. You know, that's why I think my relationship with my husband is love and hate because you know what the devil is, he hates. Yeah. When you're good. Yeah. He hates it when he, he knows that your you know, your love for God is greater than mm -hmm. you know what he's instilling. He mm -hmm. can you can but if you stand strong with with his word and what he said, you know, his provisions and all that, mm -hmm. he can't he can't beat you. Yeah. Oh yes. Matthew five forty four has another one. Says, Can you read it? Love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, pray for them which despitefully use you. Matthew five forty four. I thought it was two of them. Matthew five forty four twenty four. The 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 amazing thing though is that none of that is for the other person. Mm -hmm. It's for us. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. And we hear those things. People say, oh, pray for them. And you feel like, why? <laughs> you know, that's immediate comes to your head. Just like when God told me, bless them. I was like, no. Why would I do that? It's okay to say, Lord, I don't feel like praying for them, but I'm going to. Sometimes yeah. just that little, yes. um, whatever you call it, helps. Yes. Like that scripture, Lord, I believe, help yes. my unbelief. It's one of yeah. my favorites because you're, you're telling them right. the truth. Right. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but you're saying the truth. I I want to believe, but I don't right now, so I need you. What were you going to say? Yeah. Melissa had something really good this morning about what you pray over yourself for forgiveness. Oh. An act of your will. Um, yeah. I, I say, uh, Lord, I forgive them by an act of my will, work it out in my heart. And he does. Mm -hmm. It's like almost automatic. Yeah. Because when I see them, or you know the the problem or whatever, like I don't have that have feeling about it. I don't have that angst or you know. So I like it. Yeah, it's good. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Don't you think like when we do pray for someone that it keeps our heart from getting offended or getting bitter? Absolutely. Yeah. It protects us. It does. 
It does because there's there's this economy that God has that we don't have that we can't even perceive or you know we don't even understand how it could work but it's just like when we pray for somebody it changes our heart and it it cleans it it really does it cleans it it's like it aligns you with God's heart yeah it does he begins to tell you what to pray and it makes your heart like his heart and there's nothing like it Trisha just said it's because you know you've done everything you could do. Like when you pray for somebody, mm-hmm. like if you don't pray for them, you refuse to pray for them, you haven't done everything you could do. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, that's a good point. It kind of brings, we're all bringing up great points that are in this, but um, when we've done all that we can do, I'm glad that you said that because there's a lot that we can think up to do that's going to do nothing. Especially when your mind is going and going and going, uh-huh. and you can't stop it, and you just cry, and you're like, God, thank you, and then you, you still have it, and you still are like, in your head. Uh-huh. And then you're like, it yes. could be just, sometimes we're weak from our own identity, or how we feel about uh-huh. ourselves, or what we believe about ourselves, because yeah. we can let something bother us so much. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, okay, I want to say, though, there, there is a scripture that Jesus tells us to agree with our adversary. Mm-hmm. So when, um, when we're accused, we need to agree with it, which sounds contrary, and it sounds wrong. I'll read you the scripture. In our notes. Yep. Um, okay, so it's on the back page. On the back page, it's Matthew 5. 26, 25, 25, and 26. I copied it from the message because it's just a little bit more clear. Um, But it says, Or say you're out on the street and an old enemy accosts you. Don't lose a minute. Make the first move. Make things right with him. After all, if you leave the first move to him, knowing his track record, (laughs) you're likely to end up in court. Maybe even jail. If that happens, you won't get out without a stiff fine. The old, that old enemy is none other than the devil. If we are offended because we're not righteous enough, or love has grown cold, we're rude. This is my words, sorry. But, um, okay. We don't want to pay a stiff fine. I just got myself all stirred up because... <laughs> I'm so, I'm so um, happy about this. When I first learned this, I felt like it was another freedom thing for me. Because when somebody accuses you, let's just go back to rude. Somebody says to you, well, that was rude. And you're like, no, it wasn't. I didn't say anything rude. It's better to say, okay, right, that was maybe it was rude. And if you, if you can't say in that moment, I'm sorry, and mean it, you need to ask God. I need to ask God. God, was that rude? Did I, did I offend them? Show me my part in this. Because the devil is accusing us of things. Most of the time, he's right. <laughs> Honestly, it's, if you I think, think about it. Pastor Tim's preached on that. Yeah, he has. Yeah, recently, like mm-hmm. in the last couple months. It, and it's okay. I mean, yes, we need to fight against the schemes and the strategies of the enemy when there are lies. But sometimes he uses the truth to dig in a, into us. And he can use that truth to dig into us because we will automatically respond, no, no, that's not true. But then that thing grows in us. Like if we're um, 
we like you're not you're not good you're not good enough mm -hmm. yeah we have Holy Spirit that'll help sort that out for us mm -hmm. if we're really listening to his voice and to his unction because the devil is a liar he's the father of lies and yeah. he will certainly tell lies yeah but if he uses the truth to get you a Holy Spirit of He'll quicken that in you. Yeah. And he'll let you know that, mm -hmm. well, that's true. What You know, you know what I'm mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yes, you're If right. we give it a moment and we don't just um, right away, you know, make a decision on our own mm -hmm. and we check ourselves. Yeah. But when we say we check ourselves, it's Holy Spirit, really, that's going to do that for us. Yes. If we're, you know, open to it. Yeah. yeah. If we allow him. Mm -hmm. And keeping in mind that we have different perspectives, you mm -hmm. know, so what I said or did or looked mm -hmm. like looks different to you than what mm -hmm. I meant it to be. Mm -hmm. So maybe I was rude. Maybe yeah. I was yeah. looking like, because my face don't lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are many times when, well, I might say something to you and it really was nothing wrong with it. Mm -hmm. I had no intentions, but for whatever reason, it did. You heard it wrong it through did a, a filter. It did a filter. So maybe we need you to ask. It was rude. I do need to apologize for that. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. no matter what I said or what I meant, even if it was good, if it offended you in any way, I need to apologize. For yeah. Yeah. Right. It yeah. It's not a matter yeah. of being yeah. right or yeah. wrong yeah. sometimes. Yeah. something like that too that person you need to think about this too when you ask god what's my part in this if god doesn't reveal that you have a part right. a lot of times that like that person in particular may have been uh, there's another symptom and it's when we um stop assembling with our brothers and sisters in christ and we don't want to we want to avoid church we want to avoid people it's like mm -hmm. we um it's it's offensive to us in some way become hermit yeah, we do. So, so that person may have been thinking, all these people probably noticed that I haven't been here. Not that, I mean, maybe they have or haven't, but, you know, there's but some... she had been. That was the thing, too, Christine. Like, I don't want to go on and on about this whole situation. Yeah. But she had been. She's there all the time. I was just happy to see her in that moment, and for some reason it really hurt her. So that's... So, that was a trigger, though, yeah, for something so that yes, was going on in her heart. She feels like she doesn't. Yeah. It could have been she was at church, but there's something going on in her heart. That's her ownership. Yeah. Like, yeah. I still feel in that situation that I have to apologize. Yeah, I don't. I, I do. 
Yeah. I don't feel like fun But if God doesn't reveal, I feel like there's a point where we we have to say, okay, it's like laying that fleece out. It's it's like, okay, Lord, um, show me my part in this. I'm going to listen, and you bring to my mind what I've done or whatever. And if if you don't, I'm going to let it go. And I mean it. You got to mean it because you can't carry that around. That's the devil just, you know, Mm -hmm. because you're tender hearted and you don't want to hurt somebody. Mm -hmm. So he's using that against you to, you know, make your mind do this. And so do you you think that she should go back or have gone and said, I apologize or I'm sorry for saying it's happy to say, I mean, because that would be. I don't think taking ownership. She's not, no, she's not she's saying she did no, wrong. I'm sorry I offended you. She's saying I'm sorry that, that I offended you. I yeah, but I think the offense is a motive of the heart. If but we offend you know somebody. What? Just, mm-hmm. just humble yourself. Girl, and say, if sorry, you hear the know. first, as soon as Jody said that, you don't know how many, Jody has no idea how many times that person might have heard that Sunday. Mm-hmm. Where have you been? I haven't seen you. It makes you feel invisible. And maybe when Jody said it, it was one time too many. And, you know, we had this sexual harassment training at work. And it's the, no, I went there for a reason. Sexual harassment is not your intent. It's how the receiver took it. It was how the receiver took it. So, yeah, we need to learn how to apologize more and really mean it and really mean it. I mean, I know Jody. I mean, I know I think I know her well enough to know that it probably did because her intent was not to offend. But if you hear the same thing over and over the last couple of weeks, I've been getting a lot of people saying to me, oh, I thought you had left this church. I haven't seen you. And I'm saying I've been here. I've been here. You know, well, how come we haven't seen you? I was hiding. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'm just saying, you hear the same thing, and it's a negative thing. What, what, what was, I mean, Jody's perception was, I'm glad to see you. I haven't seen you for a while. Mm-hmm. If the person, if that was the straw that broke the camel's back, then somebody needs to apologize. And what does it hurt you? In fact, if it makes a sister and brother and a well, and Lord think, feel better, why wouldn't you? I don't have a problem apologizing. I think my, like... Her motives were love. Her motive was love. Mm-hmm. And somebody got offended by her love. Yeah. Right, well, because I of would, their brokenness. What I would say is... I, I, just, I just want to clarify. I didn't say I haven't seen you. I said I'm so happy. Yeah. Right. That's straight up Exactly. She, you don't know what preceded her one statement. Right. So that was still like a trigger for them because yeah. she was hearing that in her head. She, she you're not here. You're he not whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he, well, her. Right. Right. But I mean, the, the right thing would say, I'm sorry that that hurt you. I genuinely am happy to see you. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's not. Really and then you can yeah, be through with it. Yeah. And really that's mean, it. Because really you, you are sorry it hurt her and you, do, you are genuinely happy. Those are all true yeah. things. So, yeah. I think that that's right. Yeah. Um, and it's been a up. long time. I'd let it go. If oh, I didn't well, do a recent... Because she probably point, forgot. You know, it's over. But yeah. I guess my but that was, is like, it was an example. It was a good example. Yeah, when we're offended or when we're the offender, sometimes it can affect us. Yeah. Jody, would you... I, I just was wondering if you would feel... if If you had an opportunity in the future with that same person 
how would you feel um, uh, about fixing it, you know, so that you don't... Well, Oh, oh. Totally, you know, oh. totally fine. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, so that was like just an example then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's what's our responsibility so in probably that? thinking about it all this in time later? Like and that girl's probably wasn't thinking about it. No, she got it out. Whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. But still, okay. So part of that is like, what what will it hurt us? Like Paula said, what will it hurt us if we have done if we have hurt or offended somebody? And you know it. I mean, your reaction is, "Wow, I wasn't going there." Yeah. But, but how how will it hurt us to say, "I'm sorry that you're feeling that way." You don't have to say. It doesn't I'm and the Bible tells us to do it. Yeah, that's caring. Yeah. yeah, it's hospitality. <laughs> well, I was gonna get back. To that. And now we're gonna watch out, and we're uh-huh. gonna do it Here's the right way. Here's a really good scripture I think about this. Okay. In um, Ecclesiastes seven twenty one and twenty two, mm-hmm. it says, "Do not take, you know, for like for her, I guess, do not take to heart all the things that people say, lest you hear your servant cursing you." Your heart knows that many times you yourself have cursed others. Yeah. We've all made mistakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let go. Right. So that's a good reason to just say, I'm, you know, you don't have to say I'm sorry I said that because you didn't, <laughs> right. you didn't say anything out of the way, but just I'm sorry that it made you feel like that. Exactly. You know, that's 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 what I think our um, our responsibility is. It's humility. It's not humility. It's like being a humble heart, mm-hmm. yeah. having a letting go of pride of that right. thing that says, I didn't do anything wrong, you know, right. and why oh. should I? It's letting that die. Yeah. It's dying to ourselves and saying, okay, that's good. I, I can bless this person. Mm-hmm. I can love this person better by doing this. Yeah. And it really blesses us. It makes us happier and joyful and, you know, we're peacemakers. At that point, so you have to look right. at your love, for you. love it. So then, they like because of my junk, and I think I used to. I know I did. Used to over apologize, apologize for things I hadn't done wrong constantly. Then I'm like, I will apologize, and I will, I won't take ownership of something that I didn't do, but I'll apologize, like saying. What yes. you said is like fine. Right. I'm sorry but you're offended. I'm yeah, sorry, I'm I didn't sorry, really mean to upset you, girl. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that was not. I was trying to love you. Mm-hmm. Like I will, put, but mm-hmm. keeping it healthy is what I want. <laughs> what you to. say? You want yeah. to help it? You had, not just, I'm sorry. I'm you had gone on the other mm-hmm. spectrum of that, mm-hmm. on the opposite end, mm-hmm. where it was an, uh, like a more codependent yep. thing to make yeah. everybody happy yeah. with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is a di- it's a different thing. Yeah. Just to say, I'm sorry you're hurt. Yeah. yeah. I don't want you to hurt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it's not your problem, ultimately, that that person's hurt if you haven't intentionally hurt them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And but, they need to be able to receive it. You you know, yeah. you apologize and you let it go. But particularly church hurt. I thought Jody was going to go there. I don't know. I thought this was going to be a little focused, a little different. But it, go ahead. You good. There are many. I'm sorry. No, please go ahead. It's all good. Well, it seems like we're getting apologies mixed up with 
just have compassion on someone. Yeah, yeah that's exactly really right. Like, and she didn't do anything right. wrong at all. No. So right. just to say, I'm right. sorry that you're hurting, or I'm sorry, mm-hmm. is, are you okay mm-hmm. today? Or you know, that's a good just something exactly. of compassion. I like yeah, that. and it's yeah. honest. You know, mm-hmm. you want to be honest. But it's yeah, good. It's good that God brought this to my mind because, like you said, I had changed this three times, mm-hmm. our whole thing because there's so much to go over with this subject. It needs to be like a long study, probably. But God was like, "Put this in," <laughs> because it's good for us. It's part of your book. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good for us to go into that, saying, "Okay, I can lay my pride down." Yeah. I can yeah. say, "Okay, right. you're right." You know. Devil, maybe I was okay because often God, the devil will say, Well, you're not good enough for this. You're not good, like for okay, for instance, maybe tonight I might hear, You're not good enough to speak to these women, you're not good enough to talk about this. And I might say, You're right, that's why (laughs) I have Jesus because my words are not good enough, Mm -hmm. they never will be. Mm -hmm. And if I think that my words are making a difference, then I might as well just jump in the grave now because it's pointless it'll be like like paul said like a clinging symbols or a you know but if i have if it's the holy spirit's words that are coming out then yeah i do have it but yes you're right devil i have none of this in me i need jesus for it and there's so much security in that too because it's like ooh, all the pressure's off me i don't have to worry about it anymore <laughs> So if we agree with it and say, okay, that is true, but blah, 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 just like Jesus did. You know, when the devil was tempting him, he'd say, you know, my mind is drawing a blank, but everything Jesus said, he said, but it has been said, you know, and he would tell him a scripture, tell him the truth. Yeah, that's true, but here's the truth, the real truth, you know, and we need to take that as an example. So not always agreeing with everything, like, you yeah. know, yeah. like that person maybe would say, you have done something wrong. You have to say, okay, Lord, did I? Okay, if I didn't, then that's okay. <laughs> I'm not going to dwell on this. <laughs> uh, I just see myself going, but did I really? Out loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you offended me. Did I, though? <laughs> <laughs> prevention of sexual harassment training because I said it's just not fair if I didn't mean anything bad and you took it the wrong way mm-hmm. but I remember I was fresh out of college and in a church setting that had not been my background mm-hmm. <laughs> and you get home you've made your point rather emphatically you went home and you kind of know that Melissa was teed off, but you say, that ain't my problem because, you know, Lord, I really was right and I didn't really say it that many. And then he'll start convicting you, the spirit, Jackie. Yeah. The spirit will start convicting you. Mm-hmm. And then you say, okay, God, I I understand. I need to apologize. But he do. really more wanted me to learn the lesson because the first three times I called Melissa, I wouldn't get her. It could be two days before you got the apology. Said, I really learned to apologize and mean it. Uh-huh. Because when it's on your heart for two or three days, you'll be saying, please just pick up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. please, please, please. Something I'm going to be yeah. real That's careful. Serious. Something really ugly happened here at church. 
and I left here livid. I mean, so livid. I probably shouldn't have been behind the wheel of a car driving because you shouldn't be driving when you're livid. Don't mm -hmm. drive angry. And I kept thinking, oh, that person, I will never speak to them again until they apologize. Mm -hmm. And then I got home and God started, the Holy Spirit started working with me. And I called them for three days, and I, I knew they were at the other end of the phone looking at the caller ID saying, I'm not picking it up, right? I just knew this. I don't know if that was the Holy Spirit is another spirit. But anyway, you get to a place where they cannot avoid you, and you corner them, and you say what the Spirit has told you to say. And, girl, I went home still crushed. I did as the Lord had told me to do I was expecting an apology, too, also. One in return, one in kind. It didn't happen. Instead, I got such a lecture, such a lecture, and I, I stood there. I actually, so you don't cross anything, I stood there like this, like just slumped. And I said, Lord, please let them shut up because I did what you told me to do, and I really don't need a lecture. I said, I don't think I'm going to get an apology. I had at least a couple more months to work through the fact that I was owed an apology and I didn't get it. I got a lecture instead. So mm -hmm. I just want to tell you that I think sometimes some of the worst hurts happen. I don't work anymore, but I worked in an environment where we always pretended to get along because you needed to. Mm -hmm. But some of the, the worst hurts have come from church family. Mm -hmm. You know, you think you're cool mm -hmm. with somebody and you say something mm -hmm. and then they drop and they don't get right for five years. Or, mm -hmm. well, you know, I don't know. Church hurts. I thought that's what we were going to be talking about. How do you work through that? I think well, uh, she alluded to, to it. Mm -hmm. She, uh, not she, Jody yeah, alluded yeah, to it. What do you do with the person? You see them coming and you want to turn away because, you know, nine times out of ten they say something that bothers you. I'm going, I'm Everyone away. always skips someone on that one. Did you Hmm? Turn to that person that didn't work for them. Did you go to step two? What? In Matthew, it says if a brother offends you, to go to them. And, you know, if that doesn't work, then there's step two. You go to... Uh, I'm sorry. It was a situation where the Lord told me to apologize for my part in it. And I tried to call. I, I talked. And my apology was accepted. But I, the human part of me, the, the everyday person, I thought I was going to get a like-minded apology. Mm -hmm. But instead, I got a lecture. Mm -hmm. But you did the right thing. I, I know that. that. That's why I pray some more. Yeah. Yeah. I said, Lord, that did not it's go in hard. It's in no part of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They took the apology as a, so you were all wrong, and let me tell you how to avoid being wrong in the future. And it's like... <laughs> and yeah. I just, I went home shocked and I just said, God, I did what you told me to do mm -hmm. and I've got to be okay with that. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to yeah. tell you honestly, Jody, I do avoid people in this church. Oh no, somewhat. <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I, mean, no, I don't uh, know. I, I think there probably is. Some people but just, yeah. you're not, you know, I mean, just to yeah. say. Everybody's not in their inner, inner, no. inner right. circle. People yeah. are broken and hurting it and hurt people as they say. 
But Jody was okay. talking about the person that you know that nine times out of ten, as soon as they open their mouth, is going to be offensive. Like, oh, you really look like you're picking up weight. Even if I am, do we really need to say that <laughs> yeah. the first time? You oh, yeah. Right. Come on, come on. Yeah. I, my weight, right. I don't know where it is now, but my weight used to go up and down so much. I didn't know if the last time you saw me was I 10 pounds skinnier or 15 pounds heavier. But when you come up to me and say, you really look like you're yeah. picking away, is that the first thing you're going to say to me? Okay, well, let me let me tell so you about my um, experiences with it. certain family members okay. of mine. Oh, yes, we have those They're, too. Yeah, so church family, mm -hmm. uh, blood family, blood they're going to hurt you. Yes. <laughs> oh, that, we have to be prepared. <laughs> it's, it's just true. You know, the it says, the Bible says it. Jesus said, it is impossible that no offenses should come. It, I mean, he said that. It's the truth. It happens. So... So just toughen up. No, not toughen up. No, it's soften up, which is even harder. It's harder to do that. And God asks us to do that, and it's harder. Soften up. I like that. Yeah. It's, it's painful, and it seems like a trite answer, but it is not a trite answer. It's hard. But the, the point is that God, does, the Holy Spirit, does that in us. We cannot do that on our own. It's, it's too hard for us. We have to be able to say, God, I can't do that. Like, this is offensive. This hurts my heart every time I see this person. And sometimes, like, you know, like I said, with certain family members, you can't. You can sometimes. God, sometimes God tells us to separate because there's, you know, it's just going to be not right for whatever reason. But um, many times we are forced to be around somebody work people especially because you really don't have a choice unless you wanna oh, we all have a choice but you know what I'm saying you I have a really good example of that work thing Jeff um, years ago worked at Chase no that was Standard Federal I worked there too but in Standard, at Standard Federal um, he was working in this one department and this boss, like this lady was so mean to her, him all the time and just always calling him out like, Jeff's the last one again and da da da, mm. just a horrible, mean person and <clears throat> so he passed and prayed <laughs> like, mm -hmm. God, you gotta do something like, something about this, I don't know what um, so two co-workers got in an argument and it got loud and those two co-workers and the boss went into an office and then that boss's boss demoted that manager. Mm -hmm. Sat her right next to Jeff. Oh, wow. <laughs> so then they start, they're equals now. So she has no, she's um, not picking on him anymore. And mm -hmm. so they just he just starts ministering to her and she gets saved. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was so crazy. The craziest thing ever. See, it's, it it's wasn't a, his plan all along for yeah. that to happen. Yeah. It's, God, it's God's economy. And, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. he probably used that to convict her, too, about, you know. Now she has He's a story nice. Why was I so mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's not always, we don't always know the reason that somebody is the way that they are. Like that. Right. That right. was like a happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
but we can't orchestrate anything no. the way that God does. No, nope. we have no. We don't have the creativity. <laughs> we don't have no. the. We don't have it. We don't have <laughs> the for the future. We don't know the future. No, we don't. We don't. So, like, when we have when we have a person in our life that's a perpetual offender, I think <laughs> that's we all, what she's saying. Yes, like we all want to know that. What do we do about it? It is hard. <laughs> the best answer we have is to say, God, I need you to do this mm-hmm. because I don't have it in me. Yeah. We can come up with all the plans. We can come up with, okay, if this person does this, I'm going to do that. Oh, next time he says this, I'm going to do this. I'm going to say that. I'm going to do this. We have all these myriad plans that do nothing. None of them work. Because ultimately, we want justice. Mm. And ultimately, we want that person to understand how they made us feel. And we can't do that. No. Nothing we can do will make that person. That's so true. Nothing. Like, Mm -hmm. for for instance, let's say somebody murders your child. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. let's go, like, down to the very deep thing. The very deep hurt. Okay, that happens. Is it going to be good enough if that person gets the death penalty? No. Is it going to be good enough if that person's child is killed? Mm -hmm. No. That's not going to assuage that um, need for justice in us because they're never going to understand exactly how we feel. That's the Holy Spirit's job, to work in that person and show them that if that's going to happen or not. We can't do that. So there has to be something in us that gets healed without them being a part of it. Because we can't be beholden to somebody else for our healing. They will never be good enough, ever. There will never be a good enough answer, reason, excuse. Oh, I did that because I had a messed up childhood or whatever. That's, that doesn't mean anything because we all make our own choices. So it's just the whole, we have to go to the Holy Spirit and say, I can't do this. I need you to heal my heart because I can't. We really can't. And the, the more that we rely on somebody to be able to... Um, heal those hurts in us or you know really that's what we're asking for when that person continuously offends us it's like we're we're wanting them to change their ways (laughs) and get better but they might not they might not ever you know when you're when you were talking about that last part about the child maybe someone you know murdered your child or something like that Mm -hmm. and through the years I've watched when people have forgiven that very yeah how um the difference between that person and one that gets up and their their right to their feelings i mean they have a right to their feelings but the one that gets up and said i hope you you rot and you know you can just tell the difference in the countenance of the heal the healing process that goes on when somebody makes a decision that they're going to forgive mm-hmm. and and it's only god that can allow that to happen yes but you know what i'm saying like the amish family yeah. where they killed those they forgave and what the difference was between them and somebody that's probably hurting to this day yeah because somebody murdered their child and hating yes and you know it's understandable that they would in our human way but yeah. Forgiveness is always a better way, and humbleness and humility—not 
It's for our sake, not for theirs. Yeah. Mm. And they will continue to offend you mm -hmm. and hurt you and mm -hmm. sin against you. And, I mean, you will be continually offended the rest of your life, even if they're not in your life. Right. If you can't forgive them. Mm -hmm. you're, you're in prison. Right. <laughs> you're in prison with so them. So they got you twice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and a third and a fourth. Every time yeah. you wake up, got you again. Got you again. It's the enemy. Getcha. Mm -hmm. Getcha. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we'll ever have it again. Uh, Denise facilitated the forgiveness class here. Mm -hmm. And it was incredible because mm -hmm. the forgiveness is between you and God. Yeah. You and God. Not, I mean, you may get to the person, mm -hmm. but that level isn't even required. Yes. And mm -hmm. I just love uh, McDonald. Uh, Pastor McDonald is the source of the, the six, seven week course. But it was powerful. Mm -hmm. It was like it, like Jackie says, it's it's got to be between you and God, mm -hmm. because otherwise you're going to be in bondage the rest of your life forever. And um, do you want to see the person freed? No. Do you want to see them actually? Actually, well, most states don't have it anyway. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying mm -hmm. the forgiveness. It the course teaches per the word. God demands it. You and he, right relationship. Mm -hmm. And I guess until I took, well, I didn't take the class first year. I took it somewhere else. But until you realize that, I don't think you can get free. Mm -hmm. And I will, just to finish out that other story about the lecture and never getting the apology, the person perceives that our relationship is better. I'm a little leery, but mm -hmm. in some ways, I think they think, we're in a new place, a better place. Mm -hmm. I'm just not sure what that looks like, but mm -hmm. so maybe I needed a lecture, maybe I didn't. Well, <laughs> but anyway, you know, I'm just saying it made something awkward better. Uh-huh. Better. Mm -hmm. Better. I I have a story. I'm trying to make it quick. Um so I'm taking this lay counseling class and the one teacher well, he was a guest. He told a story of forgiveness. Well, he had a wife, two daughters, and a son. And I, this particular night, I guess the wife and the daughters, he lives Hillsdale, so small town. And uh, the wife and the daughters had some something, maybe something similar to this to go to. And he was with his young son. He was like eight at the time. And he said, the son is just acting rambunctious, whatever, but he's just saying, I want to be with you. And he said he was had a rough day at work. He just wanted to be at home and watch the game. And the son was just acting out. And just so he popped him on the butt and told him to go to bed. And he said, the son came back and said, Dad, you know, I just want to be with you. I just want to hang around with you. And he was like, you know, no, go to bed. <laughs> so... Um, then, you know, they get up and um, get ready for the next day. And he was saying, he was thinking to himself, I'm going to make it up to my son because I think I was a bit hard on him. I, I went too far. I'm going to make it up to him, spend some time with him tonight or whatever. And um, long, speeding the story up, the wife and the kids um, got into a car accident. They were all killed by someone that's in this town. And just to get through all of it, he um, first he had to forgive himself. For because he had a lot of guilt with the son, and he said he could see the daughters growing up, you know, because he see their friends, but he still saw the son as the little kid. Mm -hmm. Then he also had to forgive the person who um, who who killed them because he he knew him. It was a, it was a young kid in town 
who did it. And so some people were, um, you know, lashing out. Some of the other kids' friends was lashing out. Some other kids wanted to commit suicide. So ultimately, he had to forgive everybody. End up having to try to counsel this kid because he was full of guilt as well. But he he did forgive, and you know, he still struggles with it. He's remarried, and his wife will let him you know, still cry for his old wife and his family. She she understands that. And they, he didn't have more kids or anything like that. But, um, you know, it, it, it took him a minute to even, to, you know, to forgive the kid, but he did. And so now he's able to counsel people through mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's good. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, <laughs> that's horrible. Uh-huh. But yeah, I feel bad when I get in an argument before school with one of my kids and they go yeah. off. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I know. I know. My goodness, and that that can cause us to live in such fear. Yeah. You know that unforgiveness too. You can live in such bitterness and Mm such uh, guilt and such um, shame. Yeah. But Mm. fear, you know. Mm -hmm. God is good, though. You know, for Him to bring that man to a place where he could have that kind of forgiveness yeah. is yeah. only God can do that. Yes. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think ultimately that's always our answer is that we don't have the capacity to forgive people. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> we right. don't, mm-hmm. we don't have it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but can I bring up something we brought up Yeah. about avoiding people? Mm-hmm. I think if we say that in kind of with our stance, like I can avoid certain people, then some of your people that you like might think you're avoiding them because that you believe that that's okay. And you know, I could be wrong, but um, but I remember like I used to listen to Dr. Laura on the radio, and she would say, "You can always be polite." Oh, you know, yeah. yes. You you might not be buddies, mm-hmm. but you can always be polite, and mm-hmm. I think that goes a long way because yes. if you're like taking off on get away from somebody I don't know if that's the right mm-hmm. I don't know I've heard that here there. I think certain situations it's yeah. the right thing when somebody's like straight up abusive towards you mm-hmm. I think that's probably the right thing to do until God can get you to a place yeah. where you can have some healing from that yes. and know that that's not your problem do you, do you, I mean, yeah. does everybody know and what I, I mean? I think that'll make a way that? for that to happen so that you don't have to be around them. Especially, yeah. like, mm-hmm. if you're in the midst of, what, like, God the dealing with things, mm-hmm. that's exactly what I was going to say. When that that healing comes, like, you'll see them different. Things will be different completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'll be different. and But you sometimes just need that for a moment. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, God is merciful, and he knows he what, we needs, mm-hmm. uh, what we need. What we need. And he will sometimes tell us that, like he did with Lot and Abraham. You know, it's good you still love him, because God came to him and said, here's my plan. I'm going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. And Abraham's like, wait, no, Lot's there, my cousin. So he still had love for him. He still cared for him. But God told them to separate for a while. And um, I think that's okay to do sometimes when you need... I think it's when God is doing a work in you. Not just so you can avoid the problem, but because God is actively doing something in you. Then you get, you know, sometimes he will say, Mm -hmm. you need a respite from this so I can do this. 
<laughs> I think that's probably it makes a way. Yes, really make a way for that to happen. Sometimes, yeah. where maybe something needs to be spoken to that person from you too. Mm-hmm. You know, and say, kind of confront them a little bit. Sometimes you You'll do. Know. You'll yeah, sometimes the Holy Spirit will, yeah, Holy Spirit will yeah. reveal that mm-hmm. to yeah. you. But a lot of times I find <laughs> my motivation when I want to do that, when I'm still hurting, is because I want them yeah. to hurt. Yes. <laughs> or I want them to understand yeah. what they've done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They might be under- hurting a lot of people, though, and you might be helping them if, yes. you, if your motivation is right. Yes, you know? but that's what I mean. Sometimes yeah. we definitely, absolutely need to tell people, yeah. for sure. We need to confront them and say, this Shut is sick. Shut your yapper. Yeah, shut your ear. This is sin. But um, I think checking our heart in that yeah. situation is smart mm-hmm. because they will hurt us again yeah. some, most and of the time. Hurt people yes. hurt other people. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're Always not going to back to that. They're not going to mm-hmm. hear um, the story. you've hurt me or you've offended me or you've said this. They're going to hear um, something to make them more prideful. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. it's not our job mm-hmm. to convict them. God will do yeah, that. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Did anybody take the Bible study? Um, don't take the bait. Bait or Yeah, but what? Yeah, yeah. And so that's maybe a little bit flip side. We we don't have to be so to get offended every time somebody crosses their eyes at us. You know. Yeah. Sometimes I say that to myself, like. Take the bait. It's not. Yeah. It, yeah. You're right. yeah. the goal. It's right. so true. You're right. That comes back to pride. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. like, how could they say that to me? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think. Oh, I think. No, I mean, not what you said before is like there. What? Um, about. Um, you want them to understand mm-hmm. that they hurt you, or. They wouldn't have done that had they known. Mm-hmm. Like you, you know what I mean? Like you wouldn't hurt me. You like, want to no. believe that. Huh? Yeah. You want to like believe you, that. Because you always want to believe the best of people. So you're like, well, they didn't mean, they couldn't right. possibly mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. And a lot of times they don't. Right. It's just where we're at sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. A, that's 100% what it is. Yeah. That's yeah. 100%. It's where we're at yeah. and what God's doing. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. It's not about the other person at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's about what God's yeah. doing, where right. we're at in our healing, what he's mm-hmm. working on in us. What, you know, mm-hmm. if you're allowing him to yeah, work in you. Yeah, what you think? Yeah. I think Jim Shay taught that one once. She oh, my, my husband gave it to his sister and she got it. She's more of the hermit type. She stays alone and her church is in New York on her computer. Yeah. Because <laughs> of all the offense. So. Yeah. I haven't seen her in years. Yeah. I'm, let, let me get back to our list a little bit here. We've got a few um, that we've all brought up tonight while we've been talking, but that one not taking responsibility, we talked about that. A need or compulsion to make the person see what they've done or how they've made you feel. Yeah. We yeah. talked about that. Yeah. If they only knew, they'd surely tell me they're sorry. <laughs> That's it. That's yes. Yeah. Hold your surely. <laughs> they may, here's the facts, though. They may never recognize or care. They may even die <laughs> before it's addressed. It's true. This type of thinking is never satisfying enough. 
especially for childhood wounds or abuse. Mm -hmm. The only one that can make this redeemed is Jesus, not the other person. Never. Um, Take what the enemy meant for evil and turn it into good. That's his job. Yeah. That's his job. We can't do it, and neither can the other person. Um, Another one is bursts of anger. So find yourself being angry by, you know, wildly. I'm so angry. Yeah. I get get bursts of anger. I think I did earlier today now that I'm thinking about it. With my son. I really did. He offended me, and I just was like, let him have it. Yeah. Yeah. And I could have reacted a different way. But I did. You just had a teaching moment, didn't you? That's not only only an offense that that happens. Don't you find when you're in the midst of God doing a healing, like you're in the throes of it. You're a little sensitive. You are. You're you're like a live wire. That's it. It's like a live wire. That's what that was. Yeah. Because God, you know, if you're being worked on, man. We're really not reacting. Like you said, we don't need to be offended by every little thing that comes yeah. along. But right. if there's some live wire in us already, yeah. whatever that, whatever yeah. happens is going to touch that wire. Yeah. And it manifests yeah. in different ways for different people. Yes. Yeah. Some people lash out. Some people cry. Yeah. Some people, yeah. it hurts their feelings. And the other person yeah. makes them angry. Yeah. We're all different. Right. Yeah, we so took a class. See it. I took a class different. like that called Button. When we first came to the class, mm-hmm. this, this box of beautiful buttons, and you were supposed to pick a button, a button that just felt right to you. And it, it was so funny. We spent quite a bit of time picking our button because we allow people to push our button. Yeah, yeah we talked about that this and morning. Big time. Did yeah. you? And so I lost my button, ladies, so be careful around uh-huh. <laughs> It's been gone for years. But no, for about six months, I literally walked around saying, Holy Spirit, you're you know, touching the book. Just that pause mm-hmm. of touching saying, Holy Spirit, you've got this. Yeah. Because I just, yeah. Okay. But it was a good class, too. You know, there's so many. God wants to help us with these things. <laughs> there are so many, yes. so many things walking around with a button. You know, everyone picks such different. Like, you were saying people are different. Mm-hmm. The buttons, it was just. One lady had a button so little, it's like, she don't believe that or something. She <laughs> you know, I think I had an ornate, old-fashioned, lumpy one that probably yeah. came off something old. But, you know, it was just representing of, of our buttons, you yeah. know? She was talking about this morning about how that one stands out a little more, and the enemy knows which ones. Yes, he in. does. He knows which yeah. ones to Listen, he's older than us. He's, yeah. he's smarter than us. <laughs> That's the truth. Okay, like he's been around the block. Yes. So cute. He's watching. He's, he's way older yeah. than us. Yep. He, he knows. He knows. He's got his thing. He's got his crew. Yeah. They, yeah. 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 This, yeah. this is yeah. a side note, but. Uh, I hope you read the screw tape letters one yeah, day. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So good. Screw tape letters. Yeah, screw no, tape letters. It's by C.S. Lewis. Oh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's just a good picture of how the enemy tries to work in our lives. It's just really like that's such a key point. Just if we could just recognize the enemy when yes. he shows up. If we can recognize him, he does not have any power. You're over right. Us. You're right. If we ask God to show, show us, us the strategies that he's yeah. using, yeah. 
That's all we need. Yeah. We can say, listen, I, I see you. Yeah. We prayed that this morning. That makes us smarter than him. Yes, we yeah. are smarter than him because we have the Holy Spirit. Yeah. It's in exactly. us. We just have to allow God to speak to us. You know? But he does it when you're tired, when you're weary, when it's been a long day. Exactly. And then, and then you have to say, but you still have no victory because I know to whom I belong. Exactly. Me. That's but right. But he will flip in there. Mm-hmm. He wants to cause chaos and confusion and division and mm-hmm. lack of unity. And Yeah, we got to remember, he he's, he's got, got a job. He's got Conquer a his job, he's got a job yeah. to do. We he's already know job. what his job is. So half the battle right. is done. Um, his job is to steal, kill, and destroy. Do I feel like something's been stolen from me? Do I feel like I'm dead? <laughs> Do I feel destroyed? Okay, this is a strategy of the enemy. You know, we already know. There's, this is nothing new. There's nothing new under the sun. The Bible says that. So, so we, we can need to go in the enemy's camp and take back what he stole. That's right. We can. We have that ability. <laughs> I feel like silk. That's right. <laughs> That's, That's right. right. You could. I'll be. I'll be the other one. So we aren't getting buttons now. <laughs> Find the material on that cloth and teach the buttons. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. It was so good. We and need those buttons. It took us oh, to the diamond, diamond and silk. Yeah. 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 It's really cute. It's just interesting that everybody. Oh my gosh. No two buttons are close to. It's it's such a good picture. What? I get to learn. I have a question. Melissa has a question. Okay. Sorry. Um, you know how Jesus died on the cross, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And, and for our, all of our sins, for he's already given us the ability to receive forgiveness, right? Mm-hmm. For yesterday, today, and tomorrow, we just have to receive his forgiveness, right? Yeah. So that's premeditative forgiveness on his part 2,000 years ago even beforehand because obviously he knows before we were born how many sins and what sins we were going to do. He knows all of it. He's premeditatively forgiven us. Is there a point in our lives as we get closer to God, would that be something that we could possibly look at tapping into? Premeditative forgiveness like today? Yeah. I'm going to choose not to be offended by anyone in any circumstance in anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I mean, how much peace would we... Mm-hmm. That's called Definitely. unoffendable. That's yeah. How much peace would we like have an everyday? Forgiveness. <laughs> it's just making. We are making a choice. Yeah. Ultimately, we're always making a choice. Am I going to receive this offense? Sometimes it's hard for us. I mean, it's very hard, especially if we don't understand the plots of the enemy. He's trying to dis- bring division and destruction. He's doing his best. It's division and lack of unity that will kill us well, every yes, time. It will. It will take us down. So we can make a choice to not be offended. Like when I see certain people, before I go in, I know they're going to offend me. I know it. <laughs> and I say, um, I have to stop and I say, okay, Lord, because I am a mature person. I need to be responsible and go in saying, prayed up and asking God to show me the strategies of the enemy and show me places where I can be more humble and more loving to this person because they're not, they're not offending me and I'm receiving it um, and it's just happening to me. I can make a choice to say, I'm, that's not going to hurt me because that's not about me. Yeah. And I'm going to still love you and I'm going to do my best to show you who Jesus is. 
and make a choice. Even if it hurts me and weighs on me and you know all those things, it doesn't mean that um, what they're doing or saying is okay. It doesn't mean any of that. But it does mean that I have a responsibility now that I know. <laughs> now that I know better, I have a responsibility to go into it um, ready to give love mm -hmm. instead of um, receiving hurt. And I think maybe with your neighbors, that might have been what you just like when your heart was transformed to love. So it, they didn't kept on offend. They kept on doing offensive things, mm -hmm. but you weren't offended. You premeditated, like you were already mm -hmm. in a mode of forgiveness, in right? In a place of yeah. being unoffendable. Yeah, mm -hmm. I ended up like that with my dad, where I just felt like this love for him, like super love for him, and he would get mad at me for being happy even at that point mm -hmm. where I wasn't offended or hurt or, you know, none of those Let's things. Go push your buttons. Yeah. Going above it. Yeah. And it, I didn't do right. it. The Holy Spirit did it because there was a yeah, time when he would say, he, yeah. one time he said, well, you're just happy all the time, aren't you? Because <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing else. It drives them crazy. Yeah. Like uh, nothing but, to me, yeah. I have been, you know, like, I like my life joyful um mm -hmm. nothing really bothers me i don't you know i'm trying to be like this kind or nice i'm always happy mm -hmm. and he always says why are you happy you don't have <laughs> why are you always and i said well that's just me i i don't see hard i don't see hard life um everything is simple mm -hmm. especially when you have the because i'm not like this, mm -hmm. years back, mm -hmm. when I found this uh, relationship with the Lord, you know, since I'm going here. So I have a, 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 like a, an even, lifestyle, a simple lifestyle. You got to have a I'm a simple, mm -hmm. happy lifestyle. You're satisfied. But this man is just so negative, one. so that, you know, he hates me. And that's, I said, I rebuke you, devil, mm -hmm. because that's all it is. He's trying to, you know, get me yeah. to be... But it's not you. We need it's to understand me. it's not you that he hates. Mm -hmm. It's usually him. Yeah. You know, when people yeah. are like that, there's it's themselves that they are they're filled yeah. with shame. For so, yeah, for some reason so I knew right. that but he, you know, I, I you know kinda it still hurts. I try to make him right. <laughs> and here here I am like, uh, Lord, you're not fast enough for me. I know Lord is working for you know <laughs> so was the salvation. So. What'd she say? What would you say? Go, oh, go ahead, okay. <laughs> I was like, love your neighbor as yourself or hate your neighbor as yourself. Ooh, mm -hmm. God. Uh, yeah. That, I, I don't, that's why I don't, you know, I don't like to stay angry. I don't like, to, you know, I get angry, mm -hmm. and, you know, because I can't do anything yeah. for him, but I don't stay angry because I know better. Yeah, and I, I, I just don't yeah. like to live. The, uh, you know, the other side of the world, you know what I'm saying? Right, Once right. you're saved, you know, you have that contentment, you have that joy, but then, you know, like you said, try to pull you down. Yeah. And, you know, just don't let it. Yeah. But I get to tell you. Yes. It, there, yeah, that's another strategy, wearing down the saints. Mm -hmm. That's a big strategy, because it can't be this thing, or this thing, or this thing, or this thing, or this thing, yeah. but it's all these things, and suddenly you're... Mm -hmm. Under it. <laughs> it's the, it helps if we remember we all came from the same position before we came to Christ. Mm -hmm. we're, we were all broken. We yes. all have mm -hmm. sin. We all fall short. 
Mm -hmm. You know, we're all there. If we can just kind of get an idea about how much God has done for us, it's going to be easier for us to have patience. Yes. Yes. When we can grasp what he did on the cross for us, if we really grasp and take a hold of that. How perfect was he? Like, he, of all people, could have said, who, who do you think you are? Yeah. Doing what you're doing. Yeah. When he we said, when we understand, them. when we yes. feel how much we've been forgiven, yeah. then it's easy for it's, it's much it's easier, easier for us. Those who are forgiven much love much. Right? Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I think that in the world, with with the world, they are gonna offend us, and yeah. we are gonna offend them, and it's gonna get worse as time yes. goes on. Yeah. But we need to really pray that in our own body. Yes, that we do better. Learn how to love. I don't mm-hmm. think. There are mean-spirited people. There are people struggling and, and who have difficult personalities. Mm-hmm. But in general, I don't think anybody really, I don't ever intend to, mm-hmm. to um, insult any of you. Mm-hmm. Right. And if I do, I personally would hope that you would tell me. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I would not want that between me and somebody in my church yes body. right but i don't expect the same of my worldly neighbors yeah right or people in the store or, or even that family that's not that right. haven't accepted the lord because right. they yeah. i say that like christianese word haven't accepted the lord but you know when we put it goes back to that thing where before we did start receiving god's forgiveness and and, and to heaven and lift all those things off of us and take our sins from us. We were like that. Mm-hmm. We yeah. were in the same position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it's true. Like, mm-hmm. it makes it easier for me, for me personally. Mm-hmm. It makes it easier for me to ac- not accept what people are doing, but to have compassion. Mm-hmm. When they're sinning and you realize where they're at, they're fallen. They don't have God's grace, and they're they're going to hell. Mm-hmm. They're gonna go to hell. And when mm-hmm. you look at it like that, like what's our responsibility? Yeah, we have to love them, despite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and forgive them. and right. forgive them. Yeah, because and it's not easy. I'm not saying that it's real easy for me, but right. I always. Well, who cares what I? I'm just saying that me personally. <laughs> I try to make things that are bad situations be learning experiences for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Like, what can I learn from this? Mm-hmm. When somebody's mean to me, right. or it makes it easier for me mm-hmm. sometimes. And I don't know about, I mean, I, I can only speak for myself. I don't know mm-hmm. how other people feel, but that's how I manage that. Mm-hmm. I just see, what can I learn from this? What can I learn from this person that's just said this to me mm-hmm. and it's hurting me can I, am i is there something that i am gonna take away from here and like maybe not do that same thing or mm-hmm. pray for them there's something that god's teaching me yeah, yeah. that's a yeah. really that's right. a perfect yeah. point because there, if somebody hurts us in any way there's something in us right. that's sensitive mm-hmm. or something in us that's um yes. there's something in Hurt us Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a wound, mm-hmm. there's, there's a, a trigger, there's, there's something. something there. And God is probably using that person to reveal that in you, yeah. to show you that. 
Exactly. Because wait, wait, did you have something? Yeah. Oh, oops, let me finish it. Just, well, um, just that. I mean, that's it. Go ahead. Um, now, there's a, a thing. Well, as us as believers, we have the Holy Spirit. And that's evident in us. And that is offensive to others in the world. Yes. People that you don't know, yes. people that don't, that aren't walking with the Lord mm-hmm. and don't have the Holy Spirit and they're blinded in darkness, it's offensive to them. You're, you're smiley or somebody said I'm always blowing sunshine or whatever. That's offensive to them, you know? So, and, and, and the way that you say it, you see that, you know, that they, they are captives and they, they are, um, yeah, they're they're like in prison. They well, are, and it's biblical. Mm-hmm. Yes, but because of me, they will hate you. Yeah. But when it's happened, when you're offended in like the church body, then it's, you have to look at it in a different way. Yeah. And it's like okay, yeah. and you know everybody's not at the same. No, they no. are. And the people are going through things, even just on a day, mm-hmm. on an hourly basis, right. things. And so like. Like what Jody said, it could be a situation where it could just be that <laughs> one time where you just, okay, this is enough. I don't need to hear this again or whatever. And mm-hmm. I mean, this is, I'm going to just be honest. People have said a lot of things that could have been offensive to me, but how I handle it. Yeah. I'm like, they should know better. They probably have the problem. Um, they're not paying my bills anyway. Not that I won't her. Well, you don't take the bait. No, I won't. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? They're not gonna pay my. They're not paying yeah. my cable bill, so I don't care. <laughs> you know, I know that's simple. It's usually those that are closest to us. Yeah. Her and I want to hear what she had to say. What did you share, Kim? I heard you shared something with Jan. I've been staring at you and Miss Lois, this table, these yeah. three. I keep waiting for, I don't know, I think you've got something right, for us. Oh, I, well, I was going to say sometimes it's See? a test. You, you, are get, you are going to be tested on how you handle things. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. So. yeah. That's true. Yeah, that and, is and those true. tests are really to show us who we are. To, yeah, show us where we're at. You fail the test. Are you'll you get, get a repeat test. Yes, you, you are. You will. Yeah. Yeah. Keep failing. Keep failing. Yeah, it's an opportunity. It's just God keeps giving us opportunities to 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 get it right. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Oh, oh, thank you. I'm looking at Miss Lois. In the end, it makes us a better person. Yeah, you're right. After all these words. Yeah, I don't know why. I feel like this table, that was good. I wrote that one down. I I know. Here's wisdom over here. I just, I'm waiting for them. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they're holding back. Don't keep it, Mary. Don't keep it, Miss Lois. I can just see Mary processing. I don't know where she's at, but. You can just see it. Wow. Um, oh my gosh, it's 8.30. I everybody. know. Can I have some more to comment? Mm-hmm. Would so they find the bell? Two people that call I said, I miss Wait. them. Uh-huh. I miss them coming to church. Okay, I miss. All I say is, I miss you. And then it opens up. Why did I say, do I want to hear this? <laughs> so, and then the other person I ran at the store, and it's just funny. I'm going to share. I said, Oh, guys, how you been? You know, I know she's been here, and then she left to other church. And I said, oh, So, how you doing? And said, oh, I've been to this church, and I was just like, And they are so nice. Every one of them so nice. <laughs> and I said, 
oh, you're saying? You know, that, that expression, my, my expression and my <laughs> short, sweet comment. <laughs> what are you saying? And she just turned red and it's like, <laughs> so that tells nurses, are we really that bad? You loved us? Needless to say, you know what I'm saying? So people get offensive and then to a point that they leave this church. And I miss them. And then the other person is just, I'm not sharing this just to anybody, but I said, okay, what happened? If you want to tell me, if not, no, no big deal. She was offended, and I th the other person don't even know. Right. Yeah. 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 What? That's what. We we become the one yeah. in prison. So I said, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Not so the other person. So yeah. I ministered to that person. I said, "Is this my role?" I said, "My ear." Okay. <laughs> tell me if you don't. And then I said, "Look." Aww. You have to go to that person if you don't know the Bible. Since you go to the person, I, I'm like this all the time. Just like, just okay. Just but in a nice way, because I used to be more worse. <laughs> <laughs> but at this point in my life, that I know Jesus, I said like, look, that person don't even know you. You're mad at to leave the church. Yeah. So I'm gonna yeah. leave it to you. I'm not gonna counsel you. I'm not here to say just. Okay, so you gotta work that out because so, she got offended again for the other person that she told, and then she didn't like what she heard. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, I'm not gonna say the same thing to you. Just work on that thing. Mm -hmm. When we're saying that people work it out yeah. too easily. Yeah, so I learned a lot. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I guess what he's all about. I was almost through mm -hmm. until she quoted a scripture. I mean, not a scripture, sermon I heard. A long time ago now, I'm getting mm -hmm. older. The the pastor said that day that we tend to say why, but he thought that the better question most of the time was what. And you can't say, I can't say what without a, without saying what Lord mm -hmm. or what lesson. Or But if I say why, then it becomes usually about me. Mm -hmm. Why'd that happen mm -hmm. to me? Mm -hmm. I'm really not mm -hmm. a... A why girl anymore? The and question so is what? What? Can I what? From? what mm -hmm. Lord? What are we doing here? What are you doing, sir? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What? 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 Mm -hmm. I rarely, rarely, rarely go to why because why makes it about me. But what? That is that. That's kind of. You know, sometimes people preach sermons and you just no, run with them for a long, long right. time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But he just said he would. He his life experiences shared with him usually what. Is a better question than why. Mm -hmm. yeah. So when you said that, Jackie, you reminded me. I said, Scott Sean, you're still preaching and teaching. <laughs> well, <laughs> incarnated. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. But I mean, that was just such a life changer because we tend to say, why? It helped well, me. Yeah. It helped. It helped me. Well, the, why, the what? Why is a prideful response? It, yes. You know, that's a hard pill to swallow. I, yes. I, I know it. I, I hate. Thinking about pride or talking about it because it is a hard subject for everybody. Nobody wants to feel like they have pride, but we all do. Every one of us does. Yes, it's a big one. You can always say, why not? Why not me? Why? Because there's never going to be a good enough answer. Would you put that on somebody else? 
Mm-hmm. Maybe they should have it. You know? Yeah. Like, why not? Mm-hmm. God can do what he wants to do with us. Yeah. He's yeah. in control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that, that one. one. That if, one. Yeah. Did anyone yeah. sing any songs that says anywhere? that you're a living sacrifice? Because if you did, even one time. <laughs> I never said that. Well, we have, see, like I said, there's so much more material to go over. There's really so much more. Um, to be continued. We'll continue. We'll continue. We'll do a part two of this. All right. That sounds good. Because we, I feel like we it's need to. It's, it's yeah. a, such this a good subject. And Jody might actually be here, but if yeah. not, yeah. what is this? Are we Skyping her? Are we FaceTime? And what is that? Is Face that different time. from Skype? It's like from Skype. Where are you? Skype. 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 Oh, we can't see. Oh, hey, Jody, I know a song. Indiana wants me. Lord, I can't. Oh, I'm sorry. I know. Gary, Indiana. Gary, Indiana. Gary, Indiana. We know songs about Indiana. Hi, Jody. Okay, just let's. What's that? We're gonna we're gonna pray. We're gonna close out to pray. Do you want to stay on while we pray? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, like I said, we have a, still a ton of material to go over and really good, good stuff. Really good stuff about freedom and getting yes. free from all of this. So yeah. Um, yeah. come back. <laughs> Unless you're offended. No, no especially if you're offended. Especially come back. <laughs> right? Oh, Jesus, we just thank you, Lord. God, you are good. You are good. There's not much other words that describe you that are better than that, Lord. You are good. Lord, thank you for the freedom that you bring. Thank you, Lord, that you reveal things in us that we don't even know about, God. That you, you all are so faithful to do that, Lord. And it's not just revealing, God. You set us free from those things, Lord. You empower us, you enable us, and you heal us, God. Thank you that you are the deliverer. Lord, that you are our banner, that you go before us, God, that you fight for us, Lord, that we only need to be still and listen to you for what we need to do or don't do, God. (laughs) Lord, we love you so much, Lord. There's nobody compares to you, God. Nothing compares. You are creative. You are wisdom. (laughs) You are everything, God, and we don't have anything without you, Lord. Thank you for revealing strategies and schemes of the enemy, Lord. Thank you for putting an awareness in our hearts, Lord, that we don't have to be bound. We don't have to be under any of this, Lord. God, thank you so much for that, Lord. And I pray that in each of our hearts, Lord, you would um, make a way for us to fully grasp this freedom that you have for us, Lord, in a way that we would be able to spread it to everybody that we come in contact with, God, that we would be able to show who you are through our actions and our words, Lord. God, I pray a hedge of protection around each woman here tonight, God, that you would bless them and keep them, Lord, that you would make them safe, Lord, and make them safe people. Lord, that when people come in contact with each of us, Lord, we would be safe people for them, Lord. Lord, we love you with all our hearts, God. Bring us back again, Lord, and I pray that you continue to bless us through this. And God, I pray that we are blessing you by pressing into you, God. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Amen.
Okay. Bye, Jody. Love you. Bye, Jody. Bye, Jody. Bye, Jody. Bye, Jody. <laughs> Thank you, Chris.